We are so glad that you were listening to the Temple of God International podcast. We as a family are praying for you and we believe that this is just the word that you need. God bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank and we bless your holy name this wonderful morning. You are a good God, you are a merciful Father. Your word says we shouldn't forsake the assembling of the saints together so much the more even as we see the day approaching. Your word says we are the sheep of your pastures. Your word says we are trees that you have planted, trees of righteousness. But all these verses of scripture point to the fact that we are depending totally on you. And now that we have come in our numbers with our loved ones, with our children, oh Lord, we ask, oh Lord, that you grant us understanding, you grant us receptivity, oh Lord. May your word have its free cause in our life. Father, we have come because we love you. We have come because we obey you. We have come because we want to fellowship with the saints. We have come because we want to grow in you. We have come because of our relationship with you. Father, in all, we want you to know that we love you very much and protect us, oh Lord, and supply everything needed, oh Lord, for this season. In the name of Jesus, above we say, let the word heal us, let the word energize us, let the word grant us the wisdom, let the word do what all you can do in the name of Jesus. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. You have no parts in this service. Leave the minds and the attention of the children of God alone, that the word of God will have this free cause. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. And even as I stand here, Father, I know perfectly well that the saints that I've gathered here, they have gathered because of you. Therefore, may I not lack any good thing. May my ears hear as they got to hear. May my mouth speak as it's got to speak. In the name of Jesus. I draw my strength from you, Lord Jesus. I'm representing you. May I represent you properly in Jesus' mighty name. May I only say what your children have to hear. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, this series is very, very, very important. I personally feel that this is the best that I've ever preached. Are you there? Me? And above all, this is just the pure word of God. And I'm adding my opinion to it. Is somebody hearing me? It's just the word of God we are going to read. And I'm adding my opinion to it. On the first week, we talked about um, how God uses us. Glory be to God. That the person, the most important thing to pick out from the first series, this is Second uh, um, Corinthians chapter 2, <coughs> is that the person who has called us, the word uses and listed, the person who has called us is Jesus. It's not the pastor that has called you. Either you might not know, but something drew you here. Are you there with me? And it isn't me. I have no power. I've just come to realize that we are a family of six. And as they are growing, Control over them is not easy. Gone are the days when they were small. I'll beat you, I'll beat you, stop it, I'll beat you, I'll beat you. Now we've gone past that. Are you there with me? And we are in a different issue. So how much more you that have come? Are you there with me? So I know perfectly well that it is the Spirit of God that has drawn you here. Are you there with me? Now, that alone should tell you that God has a plan for you and you have to be faithful. That should be a platform in which greatness is launched. Please understand me. May something drop into your heart today. I pray in the name of Jesus that nobody hearing this portion of scripture will remain the same. Amen. The fact of the matter is that you have been selected. Are you there with me? And you have to be faithful to the God that selected you. Not the pastor that selected you. Is somebody hearing me? To the God that selected you. We learned all that. And we also learned in that series that God uses men. 
in a great town, there are many vessels. I'm talking about the key points. Are you there with me? That have been built on from the first reading. Are you there with me? And the way God uses us is that we have to separate ourselves and consecrate ourselves unto him. Are you there with me? Then we are vessels that are ready for the master's use. Are you there with me? Then the second week, we talked about Second, uh, you know, Romans chapter 12, where the Bible spells out clearly the grace that is available to us and our part that we have to play. Are you there with me? But that part is also much important because, you see, when you, when you become born again, the Bible says that out of his fullness, Jesus Christ, grace is showered unto you and I. Are you the Grace is the enabling factor. You see yourself doing things that in the norm you couldn't do. Are you there? You see certain enablements in your life. Are you there? The basic is Bible reading. The basic is understanding the word of God. The basic is hearing God's voice. Are you there with me? Now, this grace is numerous. Are you there? The Bible says use specific words like manifold grace of God. This is 1 Peter chapter 4. Means that many folds. Are you there? There are various grace available. But be it known unto you that you don't want to go ahead and be enjoying the grace and be proud because of what is happening through you and forget the giver of the grace. So in Matthew chapter 7, we are warned, are you there with me, that let not anybody come and prophesy, let not any prophet come, but judge them by their fruits. Are you there with me? Then he goes on to warn us that, listen, in the last days, Jesus will say to us, I reject you. And you say, oh, Jesus, why did you reject me? Because you allowed all these things to pass through me. And Jesus says, that, no, you didn't have a relationship with me. So in that series, we emphasize on, please, don't run living the giver of the grace. Are you there with me? Walk alongside to the glory of God. Now, today, I want to talk about an aspect of the grace, which is called the anointing. That is the life of Christ passing through us. Now, let me get this. Okay, let me say this in the beginning. Understand that Christianity, are you there with me? We call ourselves Christians, deriving our name from Christ. Are you there with me? And one of the main things that Christ came to do was to prove that there is a God. Is somebody understanding me? Now, you and I, we are to prove that Jesus is the same. Are you there with me? So, the way it works is that in Matthew, in in John chapter 15, it has been we have been, the whole team of John chapter 15 is such that a tree, our walk with God has been described, or Christianity has been described as what? A tree. And the main stem and the root is Jesus Christ. And we are the branches. Now, if you look at any tree at all, if there is any tree at all, can we have a tree on there? Can we have an apple tree? Are you there? Can we have anything at all? You go to Google, any tree at all that you can paste there. But I believe that we can all picture a tree. And you realize that just picture an apple tree or picture any fruit tree. Okay. You realize that the fruits, are you there with me? About 99%, are you there with me? Of all plants or trees or fruit trees, the fruits hang at the edge of the branch, branches. Are you there with me? Meaning that all of God, are you there? So Jesus is sucking from God and we are the branches. And the outcome of God will come as a result of our life. Is it understood? Should I say it again? The wonders of God will come out of us. Should I say it again? Did you get it? 
Did you get it? You didn't get it. Okay. Now, if I am a tree, as okay, with my hands, hopefully it will be recorded. So I am a branch. I am a tree. Okay. This part, my torso, my legs, my shoes into the ground. Are you there with me? Probably the ground is God. That is supporting Jesus Christ. Are you there with me? Then this is Jesus Christ. That I am the branches. Are you there with me? And the fruit comes at the edge of the branches. Are you there with me? So that means the world will not see the fruit unless there's a branch. Are you there with me? Your children will not see God unless there's a branch connected to Jesus. The world will not experience the wisdom of God unless there's a branch connected to Jesus. Is somebody, all of Jesus, all of God, whether it's healing, whether it's prophetic word, whether it's kindness, all of, whether it's mercy, all of God's attributes has to flow through us. The life of Christ has to flow through us. So this is what this version is trying to say. This is what I'm about to read. And the secret, the thing that you go through for the life of Christ to pass through you. Is it understood? If that is the case, then I am very important. I'm not looking at my wife to run. I'm not looking at my children to run. I'm not looking at my mom or my, my daddies no more. But I'm not looking at my in-laws to run. We have it there. Okay? So if, supposing, the main trunk, are you there, the stem, is Jesus, we are the branches. And the fruit, the apple, very beautifully, okay, hung at the edges. Are you there with me? So this green, the earth, is God. It cannot bring forth fruit unless us. Nobody will know that God forgives unless you forgive. Somebody will do something painful to you and you show him that there is a God. Your behavior will show that there is a God. God will flow through you. On the other hand, somebody will also say, I have a headache. And show that God heals. And God just cannot just heal. Unless you lay your hands. Barely. Now, there can be trouble in certain vicinities. There can be a bat which is about to crash. And God cannot do anything. Unless you step in. And you pronounce peace be unto this bat as I born. And every evil orchestrated will be neutralized. Sometimes you can get to and your spouse is waiting for you lay elbows to parry with you. <laughs> How did that demon enter into your spouse's heart? You may be deceived by thinking that because of the dishes that were not washed, because of the food that was burnt, because of that bill, no. <coughs> probably it jumped from the television. Or probably it was passing by. It was passing to Croydon. Then when you got to your address, you say, let me manifest myself that I am around. I can quarrel. The probably quarreling a demon. Say, so let me manifest myself that I'm also around. I've not left it. You look at who is the available vessel. Are you there with me? Then he chooses somebody in your home that I'm going to use to quarrel. Just to quarrel. If I don't quarrel, I'll not be free. It is said that when you have a pet of a snake. When a snake bites you, the snake doesn't doesn't see anything wrong. <laughs> you get it? Because it's his nature. Are you there with me? So it's like you, whether they like stroking like dogs, are you there with me? If you are whatever you are being, whether you are patting, you are stroking a snake or whatever, they will bite you one. 
the bite, the snake is demonstrating love. <laughs> I'll put poison in you. Then your nervous system is breaking down. Then the snake is happy that I'm, that's my love. I so different. Are you telling me? So you find out that there are certain demons, sometimes road rage. This doesn't call for anchor for various swear words and various things. But it's that people have been open up. You understand this. So you open up, choose in life who you want to flow through you. Do you want devils to flow through you? I mean, sometimes the things that people do, you don't understand. But it's just they've just opened up themselves and be conscious. And let me just say this to you. Whether it's yourself that is going to manifest to the world, it is Satan that is going to manifest through you, or it is God that is going to manifest through you. The Bible says that even a child that wants to misbehave, a rod, a warning, stop it, can stop. He has a way of stopping naughty demon from working through them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's a warning of again. Chase them out. Are you there with me? When we were growing up, are you there? Because we all grew together, isn't it? So probably if Joshua is this age, at the point, I was also younger, isn't it? And sometimes when you go out and they want to misbehave, sometimes you don't have to lift a cane. There is a look that you give them. And that look alone tells you that when we get into the car or when we get home, there will be coordinated punishment. Then they understand. The Bible tells us that sometimes they're wrong. So we can control ourselves from Satan um, using us. We can control ourselves from our human destiny. In other words, we can also energize Christ working through us. So you make a decision. After you are hearing this, the Bible tells us clearly that there are many vessels and God is choosing. Are you there with me? If God wants to use gold, wants the world to experience gold, you are seeing what are the things, what are the consecration that you have gone through so that you will be used. Are you there with me? Is somebody hearing me? I would choose that God uses me than Satan to use me. Because when Satan uses you and he leaves you, You'll be so ashamed like Judas. Well, Judas. All your friends are gone. I mean, you disgrace yourself. All sorts. Sometimes people cannot bounce back. Is somebody hearing me? It wasn't only Judas that Satan saved as wheat. Peter himself. Are you there together with others? Because they all forsook Jesus and ran away. Is somebody hearing me? Somebody being blessed. So this is just a take-off and get that understanding. Okay? I believe it's, it's a good take-off. Was it a good takeoff to the glory of God? You have understood. Now, I read, and I'm going to read very quickly. The Bible says that, therefore, seeing we have this ministry, we, as we have received mercy, we faint not. Okay. Now, if you are beginning a portion of scripture, and a portion of scripture is trying to tell you and I that, seeing, are you there with me? Seeing, or therefore, seeing we have, we have this ministry. It would require that we go to the previous verse of scripture, isn't it? Let me just say this in the beginning. All these things that we have here, we have 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Okay. This is what we are reading, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Okay. And all these verses of scriptures, they are letters that was written to the church, you and I. Are you there with me? Or written specifically, but it's being selected by the church fathers as a Bible. So it is humans that put the verses in there just for reference sake. If you are looking for a particular reference, you have chapter 4, verse 8. 
But then it is a letter like the way you write any normal letter. Are you there with me? What we do in school, what we learned in school is that in every letter or in every writing, there is an introduction. You leave a paragraph, then there's a main body. Now the main body has so many paragraphs, then there's a conclusion. Are you there with me? That will not leave us. And this was how this was. Are you there with me? But for reference sake, they put chapters in it. Okay. So if you are reading chapter three, it is the continuation. Are you there with me? It's chapter four. Are you there with me? So if we just pick up chapter four and say that therefore we have received this finish, what is he talking about? You go to chapter three and read why he is saying that. And chapter three is talking about God energizing us. Then he says that even in the Old Testament, are you there because of time? I'm going to read certain places. He says that in the Old Testament, what happened was that when Moses, right there, goes to God and he comes back to the people. The people cannot watch his face. So he had to put a veil. Then it's symbolic to if you are an unbeliever and you read the Bible, you don't understand. And he says that the only thing that causes us to understand is when we become believers. Are you there? So the continuation of what he has said is what he says that therefore we have received a ministry. So when you become born again, you have received a ministry. <laughs> we read in the first week that you have been enlisted. And the person who enlists you is Christ. Are you there with me? So your faithfulness, your number one faithfulness is to Christ. Is somebody hearing me? Your number one faithfulness is to Christ. On the judgment day, you will stand before God and you have to give an account of what you did after you became born again. Is somebody hearing me? What you did after you became born again, God, God selected you. And I'm about to show you in the scriptures that God, why did God call me and God didn't call my brothers and sisters? Are you there with me? Or why did God call me and God didn't call some of my friends? Why did God call me and in my, in my neighborhood as if I'm the only Christian? Why did God call me? So he found out that God in his wisdom, he knows why he called you. But it is up to you to be serious with him and let his life flow through you so that the others can also join. Is somebody hearing me? The others can also join. Remember that illustration that I gave. The attribute of all of God will flow out of us if only we are joined to Jesus. Now, how do we join to Jesus? Now, let's go to chapter 3 and let's see. Okay, let's go to verse 16 so that we understand what, what I've just said. The Bible says that nevertheless, when it is turned to the Lord, are you there? That is when we become born again. The veil, are you there? It says, nevertheless, when we turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. So when you become born again, definitely, unless you don't want to read your Bible. When you read your Bible, you understand more than somebody who hasn't read his Bible. Are you there? So the way people behave, you just have to understand. Are you there? You just have to understand. People behave according to what they see. So you that are seeing differently, are you there? There's a way to live with them. Is somebody hearing me? Now, it goes on to say, verse uh, 17, Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Verse 18 says that, But we all, with open faces, beholding us a glass, are you there with me? The glory of the Lord are changed. In the same image, from glory to glory, even as the Spirit of the Lord. Now, the Bible says that the reason why we become like Jesus is being spelled out here. 
Okay. Now the glass is the word of God. The mirror. Now please, 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 please listen to me. Listen to me. One man says, this is John Hagen. Do you know the definition of insanity? Doing the same things and expecting a different result. This is his definition. Okay. But listen to this. What do we use a mirror for? I personally, as I'm growing, sometimes I use a mirror. Once a day looking at a mirror was okay. But as I'm growing, now anytime I sit in a car or every so often, I try to check because sometimes there's a buildup around my eyes. Now, if you go into public without knowing that there's a buildup around your eyes and you have not cleaned it, I think people are staring at you and also probably have a good word to say, but because of that and that and that. I either walk over with a hospital or whatever it is or food particles, or that's why we look into a mirror. So if if I'm okay, are you there with me? And I look in the mirror and it tells me that there's a build up there or there are food particles here. What would I do? Will I do something about it? Yes. Or I'll just leave it. Are you there with me? So the Bible is telling us that listen, as we look in the word of God, it tells you who you are supposed to be. And if you don't do anything about it, there's a problem. It tells you who you are supposed to be because it is our mirror. James also repeats it. If you are going to be great, you might not know, but the mirror will tell you that you are great. So do something about it. Act great. If you don't act great, it's like food particles all over your face, soup all over in your, you look in your mirror. Recently, I have a very nice white shirt that I wear. I really like it because it covers my belly. Now, I saw, um, as I was dressed up, and I felt I was looking good. Suddenly, I saw a, a patch, like a, something. I went somewhere, and a, something went on there. I washed it, and it's like a stain. How am I going to? This shirt is gone. The only way that made me see it was the mirror. I mean, I've shined up. I was about to go feeling good, but I had to take it off. Listen. When we read this and God is telling you that this is what you are, this is what you can be. It is your responsibility to what? Align yourself with the word. Otherwise, you are sitting here and you are looking at me like that. It's like somebody looking into his mirror and you've seen all these things. You see your head already. Then you don't do anything about it. I've been talking about women. They can put mirror, then do the makeup in a way. Then after some hours or after a drive, you check if everything is intact. Are you there with me? And that alone, are you there with me, is telling us that we had to be checking the word, whether our life is in line with what he has said. Is somebody hearing me? Now, I have come to church, and God is telling me that unbelievers read the Bible, they do not understand, because as if there's a veil covering their eyes. But when we turn to the Lord, that veil is removed. What would you do? I'll read the Bible. But if we are reading these things and you are not reading the Bible, then what should God do? And it is the reading of the Bible that changes us. Last week, we learned that the renewing of the word is what? Because as a man thinketh, so is he. Let me tell you, you are what is in your mind. If you want things to change around you, change your mind. Change your thinking pattern, then things will change automatically, I tell you. That's what the word of God says. Uh, Pastor, I don't receive. I don't receive. Okay, no problem. Don't fight with me. Be where you are and be where I am. I'll be where I am and I'll continue with my work. 
per adventure if God grants you insight. Are you there with me? Let me just say this to you, right? You may be surprised that all your struggles and all your desires are found here. Preaching. All your problems are found here. One man of God, he said the thing that changed his ministry. About eight years ago, somebody dashed him a book, Final Quest. And the book was on his bookshelf. He never read it. But the day he read it, his ministry changed. Today, worldwide, growing, doing all sorts of things, buying properties left, right, and center, building church members, building church building members, building church buildings. The thing that changed his ministry was somebody's understanding on the spiritual realm. And based on that, he started applying. He says his best listening was the great white throne. We, the pastors, have read the great white throne, the great white throne, but we are not seeing what he saw. Pray that God shows you something. You see, for Jacob to push a stone, sometimes people will not know why. But why are you doing these things? Why are you doing these things? For 12 years, and this gentleman here, I met him when he was a young man who was coming for uni. His father brought him to uni. 2001. Is it 2001 I met you? Today you are married with children. 2001 was a young boy. We went to Africa and we met him. All his life knowing me. I was a pastor. Would you wonder why I'm doing these things? Because I'm seeing something that you are not seeing. Don't think, okay, if I'm stupid, I'm stupid for God. <laughs> are you there with me? Even if I'm stupid, I'm stupid so much that I'm forcing my children into it. Are you there with me? So, you see, let us not be proud. Let us not be proud because sometimes you are not seeing well. And also, a saying is a bit of a, when God loves you, he will deliver you. Are you there with me? When God really, really loves you, he will deliver you. You know these things that we are talking about? Even when we talk about Microsoft. The first person that got hold of Microsoft, if you know the story, was not Bill Gates. And if we tell you how Windows work, and how Windows work on a mathematical sheet functions. Are you there with me? How functions? If we know about anybody who has done maths in the advanced level or whatever, A level and ordinary level, are you there with me? And how it applies on a computer that the whole world needed a computer at a point. Is somebody hearing me? Anyway, it's just by the way, by just humbling. Are you there with me? That these things are ours. The word of God is telling you that this is who you are. Believe it and change your life accordingly. Just a little effort. You see yourself enjoying the glory of God and the fruit thereof will pass through your life. So this is the ministry that he's talking about. And the ministry is you and I. Whether you are going to be faithful or you are going to discard it after this meeting. The Bible says, therefore, seeing that, are you there too? There is a seeing, realizing that, ooh, this is how great I'm supposed to be. I'm so great that I am seeing myself. The word of God is a mirror. That is the ministry that you have. Then anybody hearing me, you don't have an excuse. Anybody hearing me, you don't have an excuse. Because you also have a ministry. I have a ministry. Look at what I'm doing with it. Are you there with me? What are you doing with your ministry? He says, seeing that you have this ministry, are you there with me? We what? 
have received mercy from the Lord, we faint not. That means they don't give up. But have renowned the hidden things of dishonesty. Let me just say this. We have learned it in the day. There are certain things you have to draw. You cannot combine certain things in Christianity. When you come to Christ, make a decision. The Bible says that, listen, we can sit in church for a long time and we will never be used by God because there are certain things that God chooses us for honorable use and dishonorable use. The danger is that the Bible even tells us that even the wicked, God keeps them for a day of evil. So don't say, oh, this person is wicked, but he's still living. This person is living. Look at the, uh, this thing is driving. Look at the home. Look at the thing, how things are working. Probably he's dead for the day of evil. Are you there with me? God has allowed it for the day of evil. I'm going to use this person as a sacrifice on the day of, on the day of evil. Are you there? So it pays to us, are you there with me, that as that we have accepted Jesus Christ, ourselves die and let Christ increase. Are you there with me? Everybody has a self. Everybody has, a, has his ways. But then it is up to us after we look into the perfect law of liberty and decide that there are certain things, certain natures, certain things in you that you have to let go and let God. Let go and let God have his free course in your life. Are you, are you hearing me? There are certain things that we picked up. Peter says, First Peter chapter 1 says that the traditions of the Father. So sometimes from the home that you are coming from, you pick up certain things. Are you there with me? I remember there are certain customs and there are certain traditions. Are you there with me? Even in the Bible. Supposing a young man, Joshua comes and he says, um, I found a young lady I want to marry. Dad, I found a young lady I'm, I'm courting with I want to marry. The first thing that I will look at is what home is the young lady coming from? Because the child automatically has picked up certain things from that home unconsciously. And the Bible says that when Paul met Timothy, he looked in his family line and he says that you, you can do well because your grandmother and your mother have shown great faith in God. Young Timothy, Paul wanted to bring him up as a project or whatever they call him. What to bring him up and train him up for Timothy to be a great man of God. Now, they took reference from the behavior of his destiny. Are you there? So there are certain traditions that have been passed on to us. There are certain things which are not biblical, but we learned it from whom. But when we come to Christ, we have to dis all those dishonest moves. Is somebody hearing me? Because it is God's life or Jesus' life that will pass through you. And God cannot mix it up. Bad a little, good a little, today bad, tomorrow good, today bad, tomorrow good. I mean, you choose. It says a fountain in the book of James. A fountain wouldn't just give up with sweet water and bad. If you are sweet, you are sweet. If you are real, you are real. Is somebody hearing me? That is your ministry. That is your ministry. Just imagine, in 12 years, are you there with me? Sometimes I'd rather go and do overtime Saturday night than to go to the nightclub. Saturday night, then I'll go and, I'll go and boogie, I'll go and boogie then Sunday. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Lady Tierry's voice. And you see people like that, the way they can sing. Because of the grace of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you the one day you are the nightclub and Jesus will come? <laughs> That's it. You are left out. You will beg and beg and beg and beg. That is what the Bible says the gnashing of the teeth. And the fire, the fire, the fire in hell. Is somebody hearing me? Okay. Now the Bible says that having but have renounced the hidden work of this morning, no working in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. So you find out that there are certain people, even though they are in church, they are like crafty. You can't even, I mean, you look at their life and no, 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 there's something not straight about them. You are stopping the flow of God. You can be very great. You can be more than Jesus. You can be walking on water. You can be bringing healing. You can be explaining the word of God. But there is craftiness. Like, I mean, you are not straight. Let me just say this to you. There was a great man of God. Okay? His name was Elijah. And Elijah did wonders. So much that all the people that served him, they were able to duplicate what he did. And it was that succession. That succession. And that talks about Jesus Christ and you and I. It's a type of Christ, Elijah. And Elisha is a type of. But this Elisha had a servant called Gehazi. But he wasn't a straight guy. He was serving the man of God, but he wasn't a straight guy. A time came that he was given a rod to go and put on a dead boy. And the rod didn't work. Because his heart wasn't right. But superficially, it was as if. He was in the church as if he was serving. You see, the book of Acts tells us a similar story of a man that came to town, Philip, and he preached. And a sorcerer, this is a witch doctor, pretended as if he is born again. And he came to church and very active at the right hand of the pastor. But his heart wasn't right. His heart wasn't right. He saw the move of God and he thought he's something that can be. Are you, but it's a relationship with God. Is somebody with me. So the Bible is telling us, listen, God can use every one of us, but there are things that you should do. First week, we're talking about it. Are you there with me? Purge those things. Purge, 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 purge. Allow those things to stop. Are you there with me? Dishonesty, deceitfulness. Are you there with me? But what? Manifest the truth concerning what? Ourselves to every man's conscience. Are you there? I mean, just imagine. Just imagine, you know, sometimes our conscience, our conscience don't lie. Our conscience don't lie. See, you meet certain people. Nah, nah. Are you there with me? But you also meet certain people outwardly. They are misbehaving. But your conscience tells you that there is something in this person probably doesn't know. Are you, are you, are you, I don't know whether you've come across this before. Sometimes... Everything shows that this person cannot come close to you. This person cannot be your friend. But yesterday, your conscience is telling you that there is some goodness in this person. Have you, have you experienced? On the other hand, you can see people that pretend. I mean, if you are a young person, those of you who have not married, listen, it's a bonus what I'm seeing, what I'm saying to you, if only you can hear me. Those of you online. You don't want to make the mistakes that we made on the wedding night before you discovered that no. You've chosen the wrong person. 
Are you there? These are the little little kids. You don't need any uh, angel coming to tell my daughter, my son. No, uh, no, 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 no. You don't have to go through this. Sometimes you can even tell the heart of somebody. A child, the Bible says that a child's action tells the heart. Either give your child a crepes, a packet of crepes, and stretch forth your hands. Are you there with me? All my children, I give them pocket money, and I watch those who pay tight. Money that I give them pocket money, and I watch those who pay tight, and it tells me the heart that they have. He goes on to say, okay, verse 3. Is anybody understanding me? Anybody being blessed? In the name of this is very, very deep and heavy. I tell you, join the weekday service and it will be to another level. See, the life of Christ, the life of God, I don't want to discourage you. The life of Christ comes with a certain pain. But that is how God has orchestrated it. Death has to work into us. Death has to work through us so that the life will show out of us. Are you there? This is how can we get certain persecution. But I will tell you that it is to our benefit because the glory thereof, are you there with me? The life after, are you there with me? It's far nicer than the struggle that we go through as Christians. He says that, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid unto them that are lost. Are you there with me? So you find out that all these things that we are doing, are you there with me? All these things that we are doing, some are not seeing it. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 that with some, even when they see us coming to church, they see that foolishness. Are you there with me? But the Bible says, if the gospel is hid, it is hate to those that are lost. Are you there? So deal with them in a way that these people are not seeing what you are seeing. Are you there with me? You see, let me just say this. We are not for everybody. Some will just come here and say, wow, good. Some will also come here and say, no, no, no. No, no, no. This is not the place for me. They are not bad. They are not this thing. We are not for everybody. Is somebody hearing me? We are not for everybody. But pray that if you are part of here, then everything that you have to get, get it until the next door opens. Is somebody here? It is to our disadvantage. If the things that we are supposed to get, we don't get it, then we'll get to the next level. The Bible says, when the time comes that you ought to be a teacher, you are not going to tell God, how do I do it? Sir, as I'm saying, is it as I'm supervising the children are about to vacate? Then a child is sitting there and is now doesn't remember all you have taught him. It's not a wise thing, it's not a prudent thing. When the time comes, when the time comes, I remember one of my cousins in time of emergency, he's forgotten how to pray the Lord's Prayer. There are times that you have to pray. There are times that you, as a husband, the head of the home, you have to call on God for this an emergency. Are you there with me? But now we are living in a dissertation that is highly demonic. That if you, the husband, your wife is sick, you are also sick. <laughs> or your wife is in labor, you that to, to come and pray that everything goes accordingly, you are also in labor. You can't lift up yourself. One guy, Kibrin, of blessed memory, says that, you know, Christianity is turning into a certain way now. Because if Christ could rise from the dead, then we cannot rise from the bed. Then there's a problem. Mm. Try rising from the dead. Mm. And you cannot get up from your bed. 
then there's a problem. Is somebody hearing me? You know, it takes a lot to rise up from the dead. Okay, let's go on. The Bible says that in whom the God of this world has blinded their minds of what? Of them who believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, will shine unto them. Are you there with me? So you find out that the reason why we have certain people do not really understand all these things going on, the reason why you have to lead your family members, the reason why when we go on our trip, somebody comes close to you, lead them to Christ, is that they are not seeing. They are not seeing what you are seeing. Is somebody hearing me? So please, 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 every one of you, do the work of the evangelist. Look at the people around you, at your workplaces. You know, there are certain people that come closer to us, naturally. Are you there with me? There are certain people at work, naturally, that there's something around you that makes me like you. Even though I'm a non-believer, even though I have my ways of life, even though I'm a Muslim, even, but there is something that makes me close to you. Are you there with me? That is why sometimes you could just, you know I mean, as if you have somebody at work that could do certain things for you whilst you are with. Can you look on the table? Oh, can you take my drawer? Can you take my keys? My locker keys from the second drawer and pick this for me and that and I'll come and collect it or give it to someone to bring it home. And, are you there with me? There are certain, even sometimes you have a sick note to give to people. But in your neighborhood or in your area, there are so many people there that you could give your sick note to take it for you. You notice that there are certain particular people that you trust. Oh, can I meet you at this junction 27 on the M25 so that I give you my sick note so that you take it for me? I'm not coming this week. Or that and that and that. Are you there with me? So when those people come close to you, or sometimes your own children, and if in your own children to you realize that there are some that come close and others don't come, please do the work of the evangelist. The pastor could not do it. The man on outreach couldn't do it, but you have to do it. Because the fact of the matter is that they are lost and there is something blinding their eyes. That veil is taken off only when they are in Christ. That veil is taken off only when they are in Christ. That veil is taken off only when they are in Christ. Is there? Now we are looking into the mirror. Oh God, I don't believe you. No problem. Just be where you are. But keep on coming. One day the veil will be taken off. Is somebody hearing me? Now he goes on to say, Is somebody understanding me? Somebody coming along. Now, the Bible says that we preach not ourselves, but Christ the Lord, and we ourselves serve unto Christ. So, if you find out that the cause of all preaching, when you go anywhere, and this person comes to say that, yo, do you know how good I am? I do this, I do this, I do this. It's not a proper church. It's not a good church. If Christ is not, and sometimes you listen to people's prayer, how they end prayers, whether they are a true church or they have a relationship with God. It's not the eloquency or the words used. Is somebody hearing me? So watch very carefully the church or the places that you go. This church, do we magnify Christ or we are magnifying the pastor? Watch. And it can be big. I think uh, Islam is even bigger than Christianity. But Christ is not magnified. Are you there with me? Muhammad. And even there are certain Christian know the pastor, the pastor, the pastor, they mention pastor. And big, they are big, big organization. The crowd doesn't mean anything. Right, do you realize that when I go and stand at the town center, 
and I take off my shirt and I get a chair, I stand on and I do this. People will gather. People will gather. People will gather. More people will stop. Over there, I'm going to Pramac. What is happening? What is it going to do? Okay, let me stand there and see what it's going to do. Before you realize, hundreds of people are gathering. Hundreds of people are gathering. You start to two, three, then start growing, start growing, start growing. Just because I've done it. Are you there? My brother said, Jesus loves you. Glory be to God. Give your life to Christ. So the gathering of the same, it doesn't mean anything. Is somebody hearing me? The most important is that do they know Christ? So he said, we preach Christ, not ourselves. So he was saying that when you get opportunity to preach, don't preach yourself. I did this, I did this, I did this. When you are in any organization or anywhere, they are saying, I did this, I did this, I did it, I did this. No. It's of they say we preach Christ, but we ourselves, we are servants, that we are doers of Christ, and we are Christ what? Servant. Then he goes on to say, is somebody understanding it? He says, For God who commanded, I'll stop here, but listen to this. He says that the thing that has happened to us in Genesis, okay, something happened. What did happen? The Bible says that in the beginning, when the earth was that form and void, the darkness was upon the face of the deep. The Spirit of God hovered and moved on the surface of the earth. And God said, Let there be light. That let there be light. That's so makes you born again. <laughs> That's the thing God said, Let there be light. That is what made you born again. So listen to what he says. He says that for God, verse 6, he says, For God who commanded light to shine out of darkness has what? Shine in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So let me just say this to you. Are you there with me? What is happening to you and I is as a result of what God did. So anytime I get to this point, what I tell myself is that, so when God did this many years ago, how come my eldest brother, God didn't shine in his heart? How come my second brother, we are five in all in the siblings. How come my second brother, God didn't shine? And God chose me. Mary, are you getting it? What God said? How come it didn't affect my mom? How come it didn't affect my dad? Then it has affected me. That makes you special. And you are answerable to God. Why he chose you? Richard. Let me tell you this in closing. I'll stop on this. Please, 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 please. We are not wiser than God. We are not wiser than God. Marilyn, he knows you. It's about time you cry. God, why did you choose me? God, I was going my own way. Why did you choose me? I was going my own way. Why did you choose me? You know what Paul says? I don't know anybody who was as, as naughty as Paul. Some people say he was a wizard. <laughs> yeah, some people say he was a wizard because he persecuted the church. He killed, killed people. And who are those who are killing people now? Isn't it which is a wizard? Are you there with me? And when you were killing the people, are you there with me? They clothes. The people stoning and doing all the things they kept. Are you there with me? They kept, so he's standing there as if he's not involved. That's the movement of witches. They'll chew your liver and they'll stand as if they are friends. 
<laughs> you get it? So the deep, deep things about but he says that listen, when God chose to show his son through me, God chose me to show his son through. So none of you has an excuse. Oh, I have a past, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. He says that when he pleased God to reveal his son through me, is somebody hearing me? It takes a time God will choose, irrespective of your past, and said, I'm going to use you. I tell you, you are you are blessed. Amen. The God has chosen me to use. I'm blessed. I'm let me let me say this in closing. Benny he says something that when he became born again, one of the things that moved him greatly was the power of God, the healing power of God. He desired it so much. You know, there are so many things we can desire of God. I'm desiring wisdom. Many years ago, I felt that God let your wisdom flow through me because the Bible said there was a city and there was a few men in it that they were in trouble and he took a man's wisdom. Okay, but this man was also poor. And I said to God, I don't want to be poor. <laughs> are you there with me? Because let me just say this to you. If you are poor, nobody listens to you. It's true. Are you there? So I tell to God, I give me wisdom to help people. Amen. If you listen to me, a lot of wisdom comes out of me. Yeah. Are you there with me? Okay, this is just by the way. But the Bible says that it comes to a point, are you there with me, in life, that God picks you. And he says, I'm going to use you from henceforth. So this man of God says, if I go and stand on the crusade ground, and the power of God flows through me, and people are healed, this is burning him. He says, do you know what happens? When I go home, are you there with me? If I've been used as a water hose, you get it? And water has passed through me. I mean, do you ever have water hose at home? Do you have water hose? Okay, if you don't have water hose, please follow me home or steward. And we're going to demonstrate how when you turn off the tap, still there is some remaining. There's some water left in there. When you turn off the tap, the flow is coming from somewhere. But when you turn off the tap, there's still some room. And you see that what remains in me, the water holds, is for my family. Preaching. Listen, I come and sit here Friday night before I go to work. I come and spend Saturday here. Are you there? Because now my times are being free because the children are able, they are able to do certain things themselves. My dear wife also frees me. Okay, as a result, when I go to work, there is a glory upon my life that causes me to be promoted. And if I'm promoted, I am rewarded with what? Cash. I'm rewarded with what? Cash. Something equivalent to live a comfortable life. How did it start? It started in God. And I shouldn't make a mistake and think that I am being promoted at work because work allows me. I'm being promoted at work because of the anointing upon my life. Preaching. You see, there is a glory that surrounds us. When God is using us. Please never forget this message. Thank you for listening to the Temple of God International Podcast. We pray that you have thoroughly received the word and that it will bless and enhance your life in unthinkable ways. We encourage you to not only subscribe to this podcast, but also to our YouTube channel. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages. We strive to encourage you with the word of God. God bless you. Until next time.